0: Prohibition
1: fall down. How is everybody doing out there? This is Grow Talk America. No, Actually, it's just
2: bringing you to Grow Talk, Scotty. How you doing? I'm doing good, dude. Oh, wait, do you really want to know how I'm doing? I'm a little bit stressed. I'm a little bit beat. Uh, yeah, otherwise otherwise, I'm doing good. Didn't you yell at me because uh, I didn't give you I a chance? I just say people that...
1: shouldn't fully generalize, like keep it real. Usually when you're talking to a stranger, I get it. It's... Uh, I'm good. How are you? They're like, they're not going to really break down much into their life. You're right. Like, well, I got a tell pain you about in my shit. ass and let me tell you about it. God, I'd, <laughs> I'd never get my breakfast.
2: Well, I heard you talk to a DGC out there, though. Yeah. Actually, we'll break down on that. Oh, this was cool, man! I just—I went back to reading the comments today, <clears throat> and Jamie Lopez says—he uh, well, just says he watches all the time. Uh, says his wife and his six kids watch all the time. They even know yeah. the theme music. And I just want to shout out to anyone that has six kids and is keeping it together. Yeah. And we can entertain them a little bit. That's, I'm I'm proud. You know what I was thinking of when I hear, oh, anytime I hear six kids, I think of the Brady Bunch. And then I started <laughs> thinking to myself, how the fuck was that entertainment back then? That show was so goddamn bad. <laughs> no? Too early? Um, A little bit. There's a little bit of the demographic distance. I don't
1: watch too much of the Brady Bunch.
2: I, I would probably watch a bit more. I would watch for Marsha, and then Jan was secretly mm. the cute one. Mm. Marsha was the hot one? Yes. Yes. Okay. She's like 12. You can't say that. She was hot when I was 10. All right. When I was eight, she was the hot one. Get all right. Trouble.
1: I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I want to hear the show rundown here. We get all our questions off dudegrows.com under Grow Talk. Uh, today, we're going to talk about custom raised beds by Matthew's Garden, as well as Need CO2 by Mr. Split.
2: Getting some traction on the show lately, huh? Good, good comfort. look, good content, and seems like a character. One of the things I wrote down was have more characters on the show. <laughs> Mr. Split seems like a character, and uh, kind of a newer question here a veg
1: cycle light interruption. As well as we're going to talk about what's going on in our grows, but first, uh, actually, Scotty, if, if they're watching the video show, I tried to do an imitation today. I'm wearing my Um, Lebowski little urban achiever shirt. Of course, Lebowski was looking in the mirror. So, here, I think I got it. Are you a a Lebowski achiever? What's that? I said, Are you a Lebowski achiever? Hmm. I am an achiever for sure. I don't want to, though, be completely characterized as the dude that wears his robe around and goes use his checkbook at the store to buy a little bit of milk because that's not me. I got some attributes
2: but not the full thing. Right. I don't know. I've been there before. Remember when I lived in the Keys? I didn't wear anything but flip-flops for like a year, solid year. <laughs> I mean, that's,
1: yeah, that's standard up here for me too, as well as in Colorado or anywhere else. But I had a, a robe for you. going out. All right, let's get into the, before we get directly into the show, talk about supporting this show. Scotty tried to convince me like, if I could have a mental breakdown and start to cry while being recorded, that it would generate more support. It would like be like a, what do they call it? It'd go viral. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> be very undued. Like, it's so funny. I was thinking about going viral as well, but I was just going to, uh, do spoken word R Kelly. See if it went viral. Real talk.
1: <laughs> but you guys, we do need your support. The show is listener supported, whether you're just joining us, whether you're DGC, you've been around for years. If you've ever supported this show, uh, we have a new processor to get everybody to help sign up and support the show. If you haven't heard, we lost all of our operating income, and PayPal is holding it for six months. So we got to get this going strong just to have this thing afloat. Yeah, but- yo, we
2: lost our shit to uh, uh, corporate weed. I shouldn't say corporate weed, rather. We lost our shit to big business, though. Big banking, uh, discrimination from... Uh, What am I trying to say? It's not the prop. Yeah, I guess it is propaganda. It's just straight up cannabis propaganda, the whole gateway drug thing. (laughs) All that stuff's still alive and well, and it's punishing us. We're just trying to get folks out there to grow their own quality medicine. uh, And it's just absolutely punishing folks that are trying to get the information out. So please support us. Please go out and uh, vote with your dollars. Let let these folks know they can't win. They can't silence us. And once everybody gets the information out there, once everybody knows that growing is easy, uh, that it's fun. And like I said, growing a plant is easy. I know we're growing the dank. That's hard. But once they know it's easy and fun, I think you'll get a lot of people doing it, a lot of uh, folks encouraging it, and a lot of less stigma about being a grower.
1: I dig, man. I'm going to shout out to some people that have recently supported us, Gaddy. I got in Richie from a Chester, as well as Ryan from Gaylord. This goes Captain, w- Captain Wired from Lake Charlotte.
2: And Micah can be a guy or a gal, right, Micah? I think Micah's a dude's name. Yeah, I've known a, I've known a bunch of dudes named Micah. I've never known a girl named all Micah, though.
1: Micah from Oklahoma City. Hey, y'all. Just wanted to say thank you for all the laughs and grow knowledge. Laughs brighten the day, and the grow talks have helped the garden exponentially. Excited to finally become part of the DDC break the stoner stereotype buck yeah
2: yeah. Right, let like me dude. ask you does that sound i mean i know we're not supposed to assume anybody's gender does that, does that sound like a dude or a girl wrote it man mm, the, the dude dude most dudes say, say i don't know yeah i would i would uh, assume that because man, of know? the cursing yeah you know what happens when you assume though mm, yes guys we were
1: about 75% listener supported. We need this to happen. We don't want to be going trying to get money from all these different companies to make this show up. And it's great when we are supported by the fans and the DGC out there, dudegrows.com forward slash support. If you're in prohibition land and you're scared, which I totally understand, you can go to patreon.com forward slash show and keep your browser clean.
2: Yeah, and, and when you hear us shout out companies, those are companies we dig, companies we believe in, and companies that have supported us from when we started. So, uh, and by the way, we don't take great. I've met
1: every one of the cats. I've hung out with them, and I'm always trying to get gear to the crew, too. That's what it's about.
2: Yeah, but it's also about not taking much money from anybody. So if anybody kooks out, hey, sorry, man. You know, you, you, you got to live up to the DGC standards, homie.
1: Yes, I like that. Don't take, what did you say? Don't take too much money from one single person yeah
2: don't make any person so valuable
1: i totally agree all right let's get we on to the sponsor this people
2: are always valuable sponsors we'll see
1: <laughs> who's growing some dank out there on grows.com under dank nugs this is nitrous nitros
2: nitros fed green thumb Am i think I right that's there? nitrous nitrous fed man i see okay. i see what he's doing there he's just, let's Ooh. see is he deep oh, water he sees- culture?
1: The Mac the girls were ready at nine and a half weeks. And he says under LED 315s, but I thought 315s were definitely HID bulbs unless Le- I'm missing. I thought it says LECs. Say he it could have just misprinted. We know 315s are LECs, with, uh, light emitting ceramic. Is that yeah. what it is?
2: Well, nice going, man. <laughs> yes, you moles per joule, brother. I, I uh, love that we're starting to understand that. I think it's really cool.
3: I definitely <laughs> think he miss, he just misprinted this. And it was a, it's supposed to be a LEC 315. Agreed. So 30 gallons, that's
1: on, who's the moderator here? Is that on Maestro? You should be fixing this shit, man. No, Maestro's going to be a, it. how dare you, sir? I mean, you never talk about Maestro like that, all right? Oh. Okay, so 30 gallons, no-till pots, big bastards. This that was the first great. time using Build-A-Soil recipe, and it turned out awesome for the first run. No deficiencies. And he says through veg, oh through veg or bloom, and okay. the nug looks. I guess you guys are more
2: familiar with how the Mac Nug looks. Yeah, all I know about the Mac is it's frosty as hell, and so so that absolutely fits the bill. Hey, hey, and a the a slow vegger. Yeah, very slow grower. You're 100% right. But I just want to give a little love to organics. I'm always talking that my style is synthetics because, you know, you want the control, which we'll get into later. Uh, This is something where if you know somebody with the right skills with organics, Jeremy from Build the Soil, uh, you can call them up, tell them what you're doing. A big container is is just gives you... Uh, a big buffer you did a 30 gallon container and that's awesome i'm super psyched it just turned out great for you this would be a great beginner style grow Call up jeremy from build a soil fill up a 30 gallon bucket and good to go they'll help you out for real yeah but uh, you know organics is great if you got good advice and you're doing it correctly if you read something a ton of knowledge there If you read something off the internet and you tried it and two months later, you've got some strange deficiency, and you realize you listened to the wrong person, it's not so great then.
1: Well, let's move on to the official grow talk over at dogrows.com. Under grower questions, anybody can go over there, get your grower questions up. And this is Custom Raised Beds by Matthew's Garden. We featured Matthew's Garden on the show a few times. It's a beautiful garden. Look at it, Scotty. Love it. Yeah, that is gorgeous. Beautiful outdoor. Next year, he says next year's garden I'll be planting in rows. He's going to plant rows that are three foot wide, 150 feet long, and 20 inches high. So between each of those raised beds, he'll be matching rows with the height and length, but two foot wide for, for rows of autoflowers, because one foot between every row. This way, I can best utilize the entire space I have to work with throughout the entire season. Oh, listen to this. This is where, by the time the autos get harvested, which he's anticipating July, the normal plants or photo plants will just starting to grow horizontally in the area the autos were. But until then, I can use that space to grow auto a row of auto dank for a nice mid-season
2: harvest. I love it. Yeah, that's interesting. So he's saying if you keep the if you stagger the the uh, photo period plants, <laughs> they'll just get. Uh... They kind of grow top. They kind of grow tall in the beginning, and then they bush out after you trim them. Or they yeah. just start and to Then the autos
1: out. are out of the way for them to bush out. And then, let's say something horrible happens, you get autos are kind of like an insurance crop too. Maybe you get a ho- horrible storm ruins your harvest, bud right. rot ruins it. You get
3: ripped. At least you got some
1: flour around for something.
3: Hey, and depending on how early you get your autos out, you could maybe even get away with doing two runs of autos. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. And then, it. and then having so you have two guaranteed harvests. The the weather's not going to matter for you missing your harvest or not or having to kind of scramble with colder temperatures coming. And then you have the photo period harvest that, uh, I mean, it's kind of you've you've already gotten at least two harvests in already that you're just Mm -hmm. also
2: even more happy to get that one. All right. Let me ask you, of course, I'm going to hijack the conversation. But if you wanted to make your own seeds, so you didn't have to buy auto seeds all the time, you've got the Ruderalis females there. What, can you just pollinate them with uh, photo period pollen? Would, are the seeds going to be autos? Do no, or some of them, but no, all
3: of them aren't going to be autoflowers if you just go straight to photo periods breeding them with them.
2: All right, we're gonna have some to, of uh, them. Some of them will be a small number of them will be. Yeah, should be a small number. I tell you what, we'll get somebody like Ross to Jeff on, and we'll have a nice twenty-minute conversation about this.
1: I'll take it. I'll take it. His question here is basically he's got these rows. Remember, they're going to be 150 feet long by three foot wide. Right. And he's like, instead of I mean, building a raised bed, basically out of that can be a lot of work, whether you're trying to do it out of timber or some other type of material. So he wants to build a frame and then go along that frame at 20 inches, 20 inches high. He says, with well, some type of fabric. He goes, something durable like a radical bag that I can just roll out and nail into the frame to be used as the walls for the raised bed. He says he wants to stay away from cheap fabrics or other material that may not last a full season. I don't mind the idea of nailing on new material right over the old material, so I don't need to take the soil out to replace the material. So it's a pretty cool idea um, because he's going to be basically a breathable raised bed with nice side walls and not have all the labor of freaking you know, building it out of, uh, I guess, lim-
2: limber, lumber. But I thought the, Guru, I thought the idea with a raised bed that they were able to go down and take some of the soil from the ground.
3: Generally, I mean, but if you had a radical bag, it, it is. You, you want it to be able to get its roots down into the ground below it too and use the above ground part, especially sure. if you're doing rows. Sure, sure. Um, it would probably go, I've had, I mean, our plants outdoors in the greenhouse this year rooted completely out
2: underneath and, and um, through the radical bags. And when Guru first showed up, showed up he's like, dude, you're doing this wrong. Because I actually insulated, I took like three-inch foam or two-inch foam, insulated it, uh, you know, between the ground and the raised bed, thinking it would, you know, help me when temperatures get cold. Yeah, I cold. usually put them on pallets, too, but I don't know if that's pointful. If you want them to grow into the ground, they, they benefit. Yeah, I mean. The
3: that. the pallets is to make sure that even the bottom of that pot is air pruning. So it's not just, it's going to. Uh, root prune there too. Um, if it's on the ground, it's going to root into the ground. And okay, air, so if you've got good earth size. to go
1: into, you yep. might as well have them on the ground. Um, I would suggest, I know obviously, if, you know, you could reach out over, let me know if you can get a hold of Shane at garden gear supply and getting that material in bulk. So you can like roll it out and get like, a, I don't know if it would come in a 20 inch roll. That would be perfect for you. Completely go around. Cause he mentioned something durable. That's What's gonna last the benefit?
2: Here. What's the benefit again? Okay.
1: Versus, well, one is labor involved. So how else will you build a 20-inch high sidewall to a a raised bed that's 150 feet
2: long? Go get a bunch of two by, I don't know, whatever. How how tall are you making it again? 20 inches? 20 inches, 20 inches. That would be a pain. And you can't use uh, plastic bins from Home Depot. Yeah, no, that would cost a lot of money in lumber. (laughs) You're right. Maybe just do, do you need raised beds? Can you do mounds? You know, down in Florida at the nurseries, they all mound them up. Google's. No, they just use a better is what it's called. And it, it's an implement, but you can do it yourself. It's basically just making a mound in the center. Um, you know, that that's kind of, you can mix some good soil in there. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I don't do this outdoors like this. I grow bamboo. I've seen people grow real high-end tropicals. They don't go through all this effort. I mean, world-class tropicals. They use the soil that's in the ground and they amend it.
1: Yeah. No, I feel that, and sometimes I do think we try to overthink it as growers going outside. But that being said, I see what he's trying to do, which is save labor on, and expense on building all that shit. So let us know what you you do there, at Matthews Gardner. If you need a hand getting over, uh, shane at radical bags, just reach out. And beautiful looking grow. Let us know. That's gonna be a lot of dank, man. He say three. Hundred and fifty foot, three of them. All right, keep us keep us in the loop. I love your posts over girls.com.
2: Yeah, and by the way, I'm just playing devil's advocate, asking why. That's kind of my only skill these days. So I'm sure you've got a great reason for uh, getting the material. Let us know. I'd like I'd like to follow up. You see, I'm making friends with a guy that's gonna have a shitload of weed now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Never.
1: Who know you got what on the? Good. The
2: social email comment. Where did this come in from? Well, oh, This came in, I want to say, from YouTube. It's the only place I've been checking.
1: Hey, like well, me. let me read the first part, though. This is D-E-S-420. It goes, Scotty gets more and more salty about deep water culture due to his own poor results using it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. First off, salty. Take that, take that.
2: Salty is very fun. Uh, it's very cool. When were, When did you stop by my places again? As a matter of fact, Guru Ma. My brother Tripp, one of his buddy's places, got, uh, actually got raided and uh, was on TV. And those plants actually looked fucking great. And they, they were, were deep water culture. Uh, those were some pretty good looking plants. Yeah. Not so nah, I, I know how to, deep, to do deep water culture. I was enamored by it when I started. Of course, you're like, wow, look at those fuzzy roots that you can actually see. That is cool. I like it. And then you get into it. You realize you're buying uh, regenerative blowers, which is after you've bought so many air pumps for because you realize the more air you pump in the deep water culture and the, uh, the closer you get to the room temperature the pump is in. Then you have to chill that out so the the cooler you can get it, uh, oxygen is absorbed by water perfectly at about 69 degrees. Like that's the ideal temperature range. So if you keep your water at 68, 69 degrees, you pull a ton of oxygen in there, you get these white pearly roots. Yeah, they can keep humans alive. They can keep animals alive, microbe free. They can keep animals alive completely sterile. It doesn't mean they thrive. If anything gets in there, any pathogen gets in there, instead of the no vacancy sign going up, you're like, hell yeah, look at these white pearly roots. And you got to use every trick in the book to stop it. I was pouring 35% hydrogen peroxide uh, in, in my reservoirs once every 10 days. To well, we didn't like using ones. enzymes.
1: Enzymes seemed to work. Didn't you switch over like we when it, using the
2: like Hydrozyme Hy- 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 product as yep. an insurance product? Yes. So I had all these insurance products I had to use. What was that it? I was kind of relying on the Super Thrive, all this stuff. And then I got, I got to Colorado. I think, you know what it was? I'll shout out to the owner of way to grow We went in there. I go, hey, man you know, I just came from Florida. How do I keep up? And he goes, dude, 10-gallon smart pots, cocoa core, can of A and B. And I immediately some hit worm, Some worm. I think some worm might have been he, in there. He didn't recommend it originally. I ended up adding that, which is, you know, microbes, uh, worm. Yeah, that kind of stuff you can add into. But I dare you, man, take a, a five-gallon bucket, uh, drill a hole in it, and right around two inches up, you know, small hole, pour perlite in there, right about two inches, pour cocoa core with a bit of castings in there, put your little clone in there, and then tell me what happens. Put it right next to your deep water culture and tell me what happens in the end. You might get a little bit faster growth out of the deep water culture, but tell me what happens with yield and overall quality in the end. Because Think about when you go get an organic to me. No, I'm
1: not going to get yield and quality is one thing, but just to go back to prior to that. I'll say ease of use, I think, is the main absolutely point.
2: I think this is a a DWC Central show, or at least I think there's a bunch of DWC questions that were about to hit. So uh, I'll I'll save some of my speech. man.
1: Yeah, it's not a DWC Central show, but they're growers. If you like it and it works for you, I don't have anything wrong with it. But take the dare. Take the scatty dare of the hempy what do you there? it's basically a hempy bucket you just described
2: making right exactly exactly and it's like like i said i I hit this for a long time with with rw rdwc and i was enamored by it i got my yields from it but man was
1: i I remember trying to talk to you in one of those grow rooms i couldn't i'm like These fucking pumps, dude. It was a
2: blower, a two (laughs) horsepower regenerative blower. What does
1: the neighbor think about that constantly running in your what used to be a living room, grow room?
2: Hey, (laughs) 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 there's ways. You know, there's where there's a will, there's a way, sir. All right. So moving on to Need CO2
1: by Mr. Split. Okay. All right, so Mr. Split has, I just heard about this from a buddy of mine. I thought I would throw it out there. My friend has been legally growing in Michigan since the Medical Marijuana Act. Anyway, I was explaining to him that my plants don't like 70 degree in the veg room as much as they like 80. He's He's the one who suggested running at 70. When I told him this, he said that when the temps get over 80, the pores of the plant start closing or these distalmatas. Hey, you do and videos. That- Go get your friend to get them on video, man. <laughs> and that the only way to open them back up without dropping leaves or dropping temps is to add CO2. I don't know if this is true, but not making any better, not knowing any better, I'm going to believe it. That so is isn't this
2: true? true no, it's not true. It- <laughs> Wait, time out. When, when somebody tells you something and you don't know any better, don't believe <laughs> it, all right? As a rule, be skeptical. What do they say, trust and verify and then verify again or something like that? I don't know, man. That's a good
3: one. You should write that down. But cool. humidity also comes into play um, where the, that response where if it, it gets in higher temperatures, he's saying the stomata will close. That's true if there's uh, if it's, uh, it's, it's not humid at all um, because then the plant is trying to save the water that it has in itself that it doesn't think it's going to be able to replace. Are we talking about plants being – I talk about plants being like people. It's the same thing, man. This is. So if, if you can keep the humidity high enough to keep your, your VPD in the right zone, you can run higher temperatures.
2: VPD, the pressure of the humid air or the – yeah, the air basically pushing on the plant mm-hmm. just in case you missed the show.
1: Yeah, and if you guys want to get some info on that, there's a great link here. I think Coach Steve even put it up. Uh, get Pulse. This is their blog. Uh, VPD. It explains all kinds of things in a great way on VPD and why you should know what it is, how to have at least an idea of what's going on with your garden in it. And if, you easily, if you don't want to think about it like me, you get the get pulse monitor, which puts it into a graph and monitors your grow rooms VPD, your leaf set or your temperature leafs. Are your offset temperature with your leaves? What am I trying to say? Your leaves. Leaf surface temperature. The so
3: leaf surface temperature and the offset from the light First. you're using where like an HPS light Correct. is going Thank to you. raise it. An LED, it's closer
2: to your ambient air temperature. Hey, one we also thing, measure, go ahead. Oh, I'm so, I just meant to say one thing I do know from growing in Florida. I hope this helps. Uh, the higher the temperatures to to a point, uh, the faster things are going to grow. So I find things grow mid-80s, blowing up. Uh, even in a grow room, uh, with is with HID, I've gotten crazy. Talking in a premium environment, make sure you got CO2. Exactly. High CO2, 12 to 1500 ppm. I was able to grow in the mid-80s. And you have to you have to watch out, though. The only thing is plants grow quickly. The bugs grow quickly, too. So if you have any insect pressures, good luck man <laughs>
1: hey another way you guys to support the show and more than that support your garden ensure your garden get one of these get pulse monitors it's get pulse it monitors temp humidity lights come on at the wrong time or off at the wrong time uh the, the whole growth down to the minute what happened every single day with all these parameters it notifies you if anything's out of check great team over there peter chris they're always sending out updates and active community and blog. As you just said, if you don't understand what we're talking about VPD, check out Get Pulse and go into their blog. There's a lot of good information. Oh, coupon code DUDE for their monitor works great.
2: Dude, you are the best comptroller, man. We'll see. <laughs> All right.
1: Oh, we, hey, pick up and hiding up the gear guide. On the homepage, DUDE Grows, under growing, there's a gear guide. No, not the gear guide. Sorry. The uh, grower hacks, oh, which yeah. I think important. That's a great way. Some people are showing how to save money, Mr. Split. kind of, We featured that one, bringing it back alive. Uh, you guys were going to be checking that all the time. I want to shout out to Dean Kuhlman. He came up with a super soil scoop, just a real simple hand scoop if you're working around a soil lot. And
2: Eddie C with the gravity feed watering bucket. Eddie C oh. is so fucking OG. I, I can't tell you how long <laughs> I've known that guy, man. What's up, brother? Today,
1: I wanted to see what you guys think about this. This is extra harvest per year. One Extra Harvest Per Year by Canteen Bob. Hey, Canteen Bob's a thinker. I like
2: this one. See
1: if you can follow along. Hello, everyone. Quick tip for extra harvest per year if you have the right setup and don't run perpetual. First, you need a dedicated bedroom. Check. And a separate dedicated flower room. All right, we'll say check. And then you also need a way to get small plants, seeds, store-bought cuttings,
2: or dedicated mother room okay you know guru and i were just talking and uh looked at this closet i go i go hey i'm gonna walk over away i'm gonna go away for a second i'm gonna take a look and see if because we have a male plant now so i want to just keep it far away from my flower room so i went i'm like i'm pretty sure that i can build a place to to just house a single mother or in this case a single father literally on the you know how you have the top shelf in your closet mm -hmm. yeah i think i can build one between the top shelf and the ceiling do you dare me to place to keep just like a mother plant? Just a mother, yeah. I was gonna use one. A of mother those. that happens to be a guy. A dude, man. So it's a father. Oh, not yet. No, it's just a <laughs> dude right now, man.
1: All right, let me move on here. So he goes, if you have these these rooms, then simply turn your bedroom to twelve hours on and off. Basically turn your bedroom, flip it to flowering two weeks, about two weeks before you harvest your flower room. And in, in um, parentheses, tell me if you agree or not. It goes: plants do not need the powerful light yet, and your plants do not look like they're flowering to keep your under or to keep you under your plants and flower count,
3: which is pretty interesting.
2: Man, I'm thinking DLI guru. Am I on the right track here?
3: I guess I mean DLI it kind of would matter how much. Light he has in his veg room to begin with. Yeah, it's, just, it's yeah. more about the spectrum of light that he's giving the plants. And really, for that first couple of weeks of uh, That's what I'm flower, saying. does it matter? Having a veg light is—it's not the worst thing in the world to have that spectrum still while it's growing up really rapidly to uh, be able to keep it have more of a blue spectrum and keep your
2: internodal spaces shorter. Yeah, I'm fairly baked, so my logic might be off. But if you're giving plants 12-12 in veg for the last two weeks, they're getting less light than they would have got if we got two rooms compared. I
3: think you just have to consider that
2: veg room is a veg slash flower room. Yes, that is. There's no free lunch is what I want people to understand. So if you veg them for 12-12 for the last two weeks, sure, they're going to finish two weeks earlier. But those plants are going to be a little, for the last two weeks of vegetative, they were in their transition period i think he, he, I, that's a i
3: wouldn't call it the first two week or the last two weeks of veg he had it in flower
2: yeah it's not the, trans, he, he's transition. using that
3: veg room as a as a flower room
2: right right and, he's, and
3: he's planning to have those plants the right size at that two-week mark does that take him two weeks longer to plan that though i mean or i does? think i think this is doing a six-week veg on stuff instead of an eight-week
2: veg well then what's the difference the how Big his plants, plants are. Plants are. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, I just think that the plants are going to be a little bit smaller than they would be if they were on a, a eighteen eight or eighteen six.
1: What he is achieving his main goal here is your plants will be two weeks ahead of schedule in the flower room, and the next batch will be two weeks ahead of schedule, and so on. Obviously, what's clutch, what is clutch here is you need to have replacement stock ready to go in the bedroom.
3: So you, so you have to have a third separate room, right
1: thinking like at least vigorous one gallons or something maybe it's all it's all relevant on how big you're growing your plants and all that. but you do need to have stock ready to go into that bedroom once you take it out and keep everything chugging happily. And lastly, if you get you know you it scares me to say i'm gonna I'm gonna get you gotta make sure your harvest goes perfectly on time and everything in the flower room because you got everything waiting. This is like running like a hustler, you know you got run you're making everything chug along, which I totally get. But, yeah, very interesting. Grow hack, my friend, uh, by Canteen Bob. Reminds me of summer camp.
3: If the flower, if having the number of plants in flower didn't
2: matter, I'd say do a flip. Yeah, I think what he's saying here, he's definitely a thinker, and I appreciate that. I just don't know if I, it's nice to have uh, your mothers and your veg in the same place. A lot of times you can piggyback back off the same light. You can definitely piggyback off the same environment if you did have something like CO2. So, maybe, you know, the temperature, humidity, all that matters. So I don't know. It's a good grow hack. It's a good thought. I think I'm going to keep my uh, mother room in my veg for now. We'll
1: move on to veg cycle for an easy hit here. Kind of a grow tip, newer grow question. I have done this myself. Uh, this is by Talon P. Because I got a quick question for all you old heads. Old heads that's been growing a lot longer than myself. I'm vegging some mothers right now. And this evening, I was finishing up some things in my room and completely lost track of time. Haven't you done that when the lights go off and it freaks you out? (laughs) Be like in the back corner of it and all of a sudden everything dark. Shit. That's awesome. And everything glows for a little bit, you know. He goes, uh, this evening, I was finishing up some things, completely lost track of time. I didn't realize it was already time for my six-hour dark period and my lights went off. He says, I instantly left the room, but when I opened my door to get out of the room... Had some outside light shine into the room for a couple seconds. Throw that it's shit out, cool.
0: man. <laughs> just
1: definitely. Uh, is this going to affect my plants or cause them to hurt me? Since my lights can have had been on for a minute or two. So no, you're good, especially in the veg cycle. In a rough, and what's the worst case if your lights stay on the whole time? Even I mean, it, your plants, the plants don't matter. And the after
3: the lights matter. go out in an indoor environment where the plants don't get like a full sunset from the sun, right? That plant takes two hours to fall asleep in flowering though. At, in either time, when when I guess okay uh, when it turns nighttime, if there's not uh the far eight hundred yeah the far red in seven hundred thirty nanometer light. That plan takes two hours to fall asleep. So it, in, the, in that two-hour window, you have a lot of leeway. All right. Don't be waking like me up while it. I'm trying it's to fall asleep, up. man. The, the main thing to avoid, though, just to have like a problem with your timer and it consistently every night coming on mm-hmm. for like 15 minutes, sure. that's enough to flip the photo period so that it thinks that its night cycle is interrupted. And that that's how you end up with uh, – Hermes or vegetative
2: growth happening again. All right. But what if single Scotty wants to show the girl at the, at the bar he met the night before his grow room? Can I flip the lights on at like midnight and show her?
3: It would be best to use a green, a green light. Don't ever do that. Don't (laughs) try to be impressive.
2: (laughs) Try to have some discipline. Don't show people your grow room.
1: I've been in the grows with people and it's like, well, it's in 1212 12, and we'll be in there for like five minutes talking like, man, we, we should not be here. Let's get out. <laughs> no, we shouldn't.
3: Or you wear the green headlamps like you're supposed mm-hmm. to. Oh, that is a cool. Or hat. even have like the green, green LED lights that can come on in your grow like at the flip of a switch. So you I can ran the two uh,
1: four foot green T5s. It was beautiful. Like it was like, oh, this is so much easier to work in here with the lights off.
2: That's like the guy that works at the grow room or the grow store rather. Yes, it, that, yep, I did take them from the grocery store.
1: <laughs> All right, man, I'm going to tell you about the friends of the DGC cool. today. We got farmhouse hemp. Respect. You guys want to pick up some quality CBD oil? Also, have some salves as well as beef. I think it's beef flavored CBD at a lower dosage rate for your pets, your animals, your parakeet. I don't know. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, hook it up, man. I can literally vouch myself just through my parents for the salves, helping my parents with their arthritis, as well as the tincture with animals. I've seen great results depending on what you have going on. Go to their site for more information, farmhousehemp.com. Coupon code DUDE. Learn about uh, Luke and Farmhouse Hemp. Just search Luke Dude Grows. He hung out on the show Cool Cat and uh, hook it up, guys. I know there's a lot of snake oil craziness. It's enough on here CBD to make me want to put my fingers in my ears. Mm-hmm. But this is legit. FarmhouseHemp.com, looking out for you. Yeah, it's like anything else, man. Find people you trust to do business with. I trust yeah, you. you. You guys want to enjoy a little uh, little shout-out like that? Y'all can become a friend of the show as well. You just got to go over to DudeGrowse.com forward slash support, and there's a $100 friend option right there, and we'll get you hooked up. We'll and give you a legit. call. We'll see you. You have to be what? legit. Oh, yeah. That's what I say in the description. I'm like, become a $100 friend. We'll give you a call. See if I can interact with the crew. You know, there's been different. Some some friends are hooking up seeds. Other
2: friends are hooking up some CBD. So let us know if we can be your friend and we can work something out. I'll give you an example. They do drive a hard bargain, though. Uh, who are the folks that are giving us the rosin press? Is it Bomb? Is that Ryan over there? That's not yet. That's not yet. Hold on. Hold on. Just it's supposed way to, little to bit show first. up today. It's supposed to show up. So I will tell you before I recommend Rosenbaum, which I don't, really don't know about, except they seem like nice people. I'm going to check out their press. I'm going to press some of this hash and uh, and see what we get. All Make right. Sure we'll, it holds we'll up. We'll tell them. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tie
1: it into all this with the, some of the members' information here. Uh, obviously, guys, the door prize is always going. You guys want seeds. Right now, we got Iron Genetics Golden Goat Feminized Seeds. Anybody can enter that on Dude Grow's homepage anybody at all help spread the show, get your chance to win some great I genetics from Rasta Jeff shout out to grow from your heart podcast uh, as well. Here's a quick members update. All the new member stuff will be operated through the newsletter. We're not having a member section on the site, but your benefits and everything that membership involves comes out at a newsletter at least I, I'm not sure the frequency you guys got to sit tight when we get this organized. Um, that's where we will have your coupon code for free seeds 30% off recharge um, and we're hooking up the DGC with a Rosenbaum Press sometime in December. It's going to be the Christmas giveaway. And Scotty, you asked, you said, you know, you don't know the people I talked to over there, Ryan. This company is coming from a former juice press, highly industrial industry. I'm confident in their product. I haven't used it yet, but you're getting one to use
2: like crazy. So we'll know. You'll vet it. field test it. Hey, you know, I had my, my buddy, my buddy with the Mr. Traveling came over and he's Mr. Healthy. He has a juice press. What do you think, man? Should I get one? Should I get no, a juice, a juice, press? juice press, juice shit, it depends on
1: juices. Like anything I bought that you plug in, too much stuff to clean. You're and then so I right. get in my head
2: like you're just supposed to eat the fruit. You're on, that's where I was getting that. I was kind of just setting up a softball. I'm not getting a juice press. It or
3: I'll really just remind you Just remind you of your bread maker if you,
2: weren't, if you were going to get a juice press. <laughs> that thing makes me so bummed. <laughs> Did you ever get like, an air fryer? What? Shut up. Shut up, man. I don't want to talk about either of them. I have a very wonderful uh, wife that loves to go shopping. All right. So uh to go. You know back what sucks? Lorette. I got both those for my birthday, man. That's the worst Ugh. part about it.
1: Let's talk about what's going on in our groves, man. I think I did all right there before I got distracted a little bit. You picked up a dude. I guess we heard what's going on in your grove. Yeah, I'm um, just gonna,
2: you know, I'm gonna I am gonna your leave goal that. With it? I I'll tell you though, I wanna mess around with Wanna mess around with your dude? <laughs> I'd be so careful. I said, I want to mess around with males. No, I want I want to keep a male. I want to try to get pollen off him. And then I want to try to make a couple seeds. It'd be fun as hell.
3: Yeah, Scotty. It sounds like you're really uh experimenting with your cannabis sexuality now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got bored with just messing around with chicks for 30 years, all right? That is the weirdest thing. I'm totally just talking about cannabis. Uh-huh. But <laughs> You seem like the kind of guy that might cross-pollinate everything, but how dare you, sir? Uh, yeah, you know that probably is the case with the male. What I'm going to do? I'm going to use that technique where you just take the pollen, you collect it in the little bags, you take a paintbrush and paint it on mm-hmm. certain, uh, uh, you know, certain female flowers. It seems. With green fingernails. <laughs> it's an inside joke. People might know. Go ahead. Oh, that's funny, man. But anyway, I thought it might be fun. I won't. Maybe I won't get around till till next year. I don't know when I'll have the uh, uh, the balls to actually go in there and introduce male pollen into my flowering room. It sounds kind of crazy, <laughs> doesn't it? God, plants bit. are a lot like people. It's a freaking shady, <clears throat> <laughs> shady uh, conversation to have, and I'm talking about cannabis plants. All right. Good luck. You keep me in the loop with that male. <laughs> you want to get some seeds when I when I seed out my whole room yes cat. yes and then you can blame <laughs> something that, else that that'll be dramatic. the fr- that'll be the free seeds the, fr- the free member seeds you got them man
1: all right well i ain't got no time to garden to be honest i got a gorilla grow tent two by four sitting right below my feet Wait, and some you rap you ain't got no time to the garden you've changed and man. some rapid leds but they're staying boxed up for now i'm on full throttle uh like i said literally between what we have to pay for web hosting, the payroll around here. I know I'm being repetitive. I'll lean off in a little bit, guys, but we really need you to go to dudegro- dudegrows.com forward slash support or patreon.com forward slash dudegrow show and come back on as a $10 a month supporter. We're still going to be hooking you up. We're still going to be creating the great content five days a week, but it's feeling a little, a little. Thin right now and a little stressful, but I'm still having a good
2: time, Scotty. That's what counts. Best part of my day, doing some bullshitting about grow. Absolutely. Best part of my day, I completely enjoy it. And dude, thanks for taking care of business, by the way. I really try to make the show interesting. I I write a lot of things uh, for the show and concentrate on content. But uh, dude really does keep the lights on, as they say. Really really takes care of business. I appreciate the hell out of you. It's a good team, everybody. Cheers!
1: I think it's more of a Canadian thing to say that, but it works. <laughs> so yeah, you guys will hear the mantra beaten a little for a little bit here. I, we, I don't want to have to be forced to do the, like the old school old school drive where like you cut all all content until you reach certain amount. We we're trying to think of different things that would work, but just kidding, guys. We're gonna be coming at you five days a week. We're gonna make this happen. We believe in the community and getting prohibition down and growers' rights kicking arse. All right, yeah. we should do a telethon though, man like like you literally have to call into a landline shit yep there's an 800 number and you call in and uh we like dance and stuff like that okay okay why don't you t- <laughs> i'll think about that while you do some recharge it up get some magic
2: microbes for me <laughs> yeah well hang on check this one out first this has helped me recharge my brain cells and okay Yeah, this is just something people are always asking me how to use recharge and drip systems. Uh, This is a water farm system, which so I said there's a lot of DWC on the show today. Uh, DWC is basically water farms or DWC. They're just actually that's actually where I got my whole float valve system from. I used to run these. They just use an air pump instead of uh, water pumps and air pumps. And they're actually a really cool little system, but treat it just like a DWC. So the same way that we use recharge. Yeah, you can inoculate the microbes. It's just a pain in the butt because if you get any in the reservoir and if you get any that's brewing in the bottom of those DWC buckets, which is almost like a a compost brewer more or less, you know, it's what do you do with all those old balls? Talking about the hydrogen, man, I used to hate that shit, yeah. washing it. It's just not an ideal environment for the microbes. So you can get some benefit out of, out, out of them. It beats the hell out of a sterile environment, but.
3: If you can remove your plant and its root mass and mm-hmm. be able to dunk that and <laughs> let it drip off and then put that into a clean reservoir. Right. That's one way you can use it, but or, it, it, it is kind of difficult to use if you're in
2: recirculating. Or just do it when you're doing a reservoir change and just, you know, maybe the day before and just make sure that you uh, just use enough to cover the roots. I, I used to take like, I don't know, maybe two keg cups full. Start with one keg cup full if there's not a lot of roots and just slowly pour it over the hydrogen. So it, it, it just uh, trickles down in there. It does work, though. I used to get, have real problems with, Guru. is it pythium or pythium? After how many years, pythium. I want to know. I say pythium. Pythium. Then I'm saying pythium. Um, I used to get that sometimes. That's why I was using a peroxide and keeping the roots clean uh, by using microbes. Uh, enzymes was another thing I would use. I was able to uh, cultivate a uh, bi- a little bit of biology on there, take some benefit from it. So, yeah, you can definitely benefit from it. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what, man? I was thinking about, we we're talking about RDWC, deep, recirculating deep water culture. Huh? Huh? We were talking about uh, these water farms and everything. And I kind of keep on I keep on getting salty on them. And it has to do I remember I was talking a couple of shows ago about how we're all into control. I think it was a uh maybe it was the last uh, what's growing on where we just talk about the government and controlling everything and how good we are at controlling things. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think of when I think of RDWC. I'm like, well, you got to control the amount of dissolved oxygen in the water. And so that way, therefore, you got to control the amount of uh, the temperature of the water, you know, and you've got to uh, control the amount of air you're infusing into the water. It, it was so crazy. It was so much control. It just reminded me of how, what control freaks we are. You know what I mean? I was reading this book, one of these micro books, and it was talking about it. And it goes, dude, we control like animals and plants by breeding. You control what the land looks like. Well, what if it's good
1: control? I heard about this dog. Somebody yeah. told me that you could. They bred the. Uh, I don't know if it was a Newfoundland, but they bred like a certain part of it to be like less slobberful, or like.
2: I'm like, you could take the slobber kind of out of a breed. They're like, uh huh. I wonder like, if a- they did that genetically through like gene mapping or anything like that.
3: That's but what I mean. Go ahead. We, we, I we've it. just
2: gone from like controlling the woods where we can chop down a little bit of wood and make ourselves a cabin, which you're right. Fuck yeah, that's good control, to making slobberless dogs by altering their DNA. It's fucking yeah. weird, man. You just think about how far we've come. You know, a couple thousand years ago, you know, we, we were literally a couple hundred years ago, we were living in log cabins, man. And we start, even back then, man, you could divert rivers. I would
1: prefer a castle, but.
2: Think about it, man. That was meaning you diverted rocks from the ground to make that, man. And then just think about all the, once you got to transportation, I try to tell like my my dad this, who kind of is from a different generation. He's a baby boomer. Once you got that communication going, man, the transportation and communication going, the whole world just opens up. I get stuff from wish.com, man, which is straight out of China. My wife orders shoes from China and they show up in a couple of days. Fucking weird. It's a weird
1: world. I didn't know what wish. I still don't know what wish.com is until you, you've been talking about it. Recently, you know what? But I'm going something to, tells me I don't need to know.
2: I'm going to tell her to boycott which, wish.com. Okay. Boycott China. No, I have no idea. I heard China's actually douchebags. I was talking to somebody that knows. You heard, wait, you heard China's actually douchebags? I heard that, yeah, they control almost everything you do. It's real communism. This is, that's a pretty broad comment. I just I, wanted to clear it up. I apologize. <laughs> I'm sure, that, and you know what? I'm sure that the Chinese people that work for Wish.com or that trying to make a little bit of money, uh, I'm sure that they're wonderful people, but... Yeah. You know, the the government, when they just kind of everything's for the government and they take your stuff and your intellectual property, you, you don't get anything from it. You're not rewarded from it. It's a shitty way to live, man. There's yeah, people right. that inflict that upon, you know? Is this where I make the end of the show
1: face the Rogan, like, yeah, and probably, gurus start man. talking about Chinese
3: politics and everything else? How did I do that, by the
2: way? I thought <laughs> we're,
3: we're definitely banned in China already. Though, yeah, how so. did I do all right. that? Man. All right, there's one political. You guys guy that loves
1: share to- the show, more grow talk, more wake and bakes coming. DudeGrowS.com forward slash report, patreon.com forward slash Show. It's how this happens. If you're listening
2: for free, you're stealing. All right. Yes, the Chinese government are not going to be patrons at this point. I fucked that up, didn't I? Make me cry. <laughs> Let's do some shoutouts. I'm going to give up to Thorn710
1: and Munchy Madness. I got Lucid Rose
2: and mainly Nuggets. <laughs> okay, happy Farm, and there she blows. <laughs> a United People's Communist Party of China. Hang on a sec. No, it's Elf Bombs and Arcadian Grower. Alright, country kush And always improving What's up?
1: Have you guys ever thought about hearing the live show For the real, steady real? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be good, wouldn't it, man? Uh Stay higher, my friends Until next time Stay iry as well Keep your gardens going Alright, take
0: it easy, dude Some people love to blaze up the dick Yeah, we get happy for noon where the boss says is to take a little break That means we're up a tube It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do they shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep it good vibes on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it out me yeah. now. You're riding high, ooh. We're gonna lock you in a cage, no. If you wonder why he hates the dank, just look at how he's being paid. No, no luck for me. Smoking weed, hey. I ain't done nothing wrong, brown. No, no luck for me, 'cause I've been waiting.